Hello, this is Chris from the Two Blacks and a Mexican team, here to warn you that this is a movie discussion show. Think of it as a movie club, meaning each movie we discuss will be a full discussion, including spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the movie, well, you have been warned. Thanks and enjoy the show. Part of the reason I picked this movie is because um, it's like, hey, it's, you know, Latinos are finally in a horror movie. And of course, we're all the vampires. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Just sucking yeah. the life out of yeah. the Americans. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hello, welcome to Survivor's Ed, How to Not Die First in a Horror Movie. I'm Chris. I'm Tawny. I'm Miles. We are two Blacks and a Mexican, here with an additional Mexican today. (laughs) (laughs) Mario, can you introduce yourself? (laughs) What's up, everybody? I'm here to even up the odds and make a lot of white people nervous. Uh, There's two Blacks and two Mexicans coming together. Good to see you guys. I'm actually a fan. Tawny, I'm um, sorry for the mask, first of all. Um, I got exposed to Corona. Uh, I'm okay so far, but I'm in the room that we're using as uh, my daughter's using for her classroom while she, she studies uh, uh, at home. So I'm trying not to, I'm trying to contain myself to certain areas of the house and had to come down here because this is the best place to record. So uh, I apologize for the Bane look, as Miles calls it. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fun yeah. to be here. Tawny, Tawny was actually, uh, uh, my co-host for a couple of years. I run a podcast called the superiority complex and Tawny is still talked about to this day as, uh, one of the, uh, <laughs> well, she was oh, very important. Legend. She was there. A legend. <laughs> she was there. She, she was very important to a transition of uh, my podcast being more of an interview format to more of like a pop culture thing. And Tawny was uh, was very uh, she was what's the word I'm looking for uh, important to that evolution transformational. Episode. Yes, thank you. You are transformational. I wore this in honor of uh, of your uh, good, the bad, and the ugly episode. Uh, fantastic, Tawny. Once again, coming to the rescue with an amazing I introduction. Just, I was just thinking about I was just thinking about that movie the other day because I saw yeah. Joe Biden on TV and I was like, hey, Clint coming out. <laughs> giving a speech and then it made me think about that movie like, he was squinting and shit and i was like yep, yes. yeah accurate accurate yeah. Totally. that's all i'll say so happy. Uh, well, i was cool. so happy you guys love that movie that made me so happy which is a good segue because um much like how uh the good bad and the ugly very clearly influenced quentin tarantino um quentin tarantino very clearly influenced this movie um, today, we're going to be talking about From Dusk Till Dawn, the 1996 film directed by Robert Rodriguez and written by Quentin Tarantino, starring George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino and Julia Lewis <laughs> and, and also Quentin Harvey Tarantino. Keitel and uh, a dude named Sex Machine, yes. played by Tom Zavini. Um, this movie is amazing <laughs> and um, is I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. The The quick rundown is it starts off as sort of a uh, high stakes kind of um, cat and mouse with, uh, in a way, of these two guys who are um, bank robbers, killers, um, dangerous people. 
rapist, they, <laughs> rapist, sexual uh, predators. And they they encounter they encounter a family of three, um, take that family hostage and travel across the border for an escape, and are met with vampires. <laughs> Psychos. 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 <laughs> Psycho vampire <laughs> monsters. Uh, the movie suddenly becomes that halfway through. Uh, antics ensue. And uh, we have our movie. So without any further ado, what is the situation in <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn? Uh, the situation is George Clooney's fucking neck tattoo for me. What's going on there? No, it's so. It's, <laughs> I, by the end of the movie, like he's like takes off the vest, and I was like, "That's such a lame ass tattoo." Like, because maybe because it's George Clooney, and I was like, "Fam, no, like you ain't never had that tattoo <laughs> in your life." Like, it, it just was so whack. Like, yeah, it was just <laughs> it's it's yeah. counter to his aesthetic. Yeah, in a, yeah, in a yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Like but trying just, to be a badass. You know, this is, and we were talking about this in the text, like. Robert Rodriguez is just fun as hell. Like he's just fucking throwing things together. We have like a preacher RV driving with Juliet Lewis and this other kid, and they're just like, what's going on? And somehow it's like this joyous movie watching experience. I was just gonna say, like it is, like you said, it's just a fun ass movie. Like it, I like every time I watch it, I enjoy it. And then this time I like watched it like obviously more intently for this. And I just noticed stuff that I just never really paid attention to specifically like how, like we were saying last night, like the first half is pretty much a Tarantino movie. Like it's just like all Tarantino movie until they get to like the titty twister. And then it just turns into like, Oh okay, yeah, nah. All right. Tarantino's like, all right, I'm going home now. And then it just turns into a completely different movie. Like, cause even how everything is set up with the shop when they're doing the robbery and then they cut and then go to the back and they're like, Oh, okay. This is so Tarantino right now. Like it's unbelievable. But it's dope. It's like a good setup for like everything like that, you know, to come. And of course, he's a complete sleaze bag of a character in this, like, you know, which why not? Right. Like, so true to life. <laughs> yeah, true to life. Yeah. But nah, super dope movie, man. I, I love this one. This is like we were talking about like vampire movies and we were all like, this is kind of like up there I don't, I don't even know what like it's the sleeper it was the one yeah, i think we thought of yeah. last like we yeah. were like oh yeah that one yeah <laughs> well I, I i the reason i wanted to recommend it when tawny asked me do you have any movies you want to do is i love this movie because of what i don't like about it because it, it never fully commits <laughs> to being a horror movie it never fully commits to being like this this movie about these two criminals on the lamb it's kind of got one foot in both camps but it's it's a, a lot of fun and it's obviously uh, Rodriguez obviously idolizes Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino obviously <laughs> idolizes feet. Um, and so you get a lot of that in the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. But you also We're get <laughs> once the gore starts, and I'm one of those guys that I like a horror movie. Once it, I want it to start and just go. And that's what it does. Once the gore starts, it doesn't stop. That last 40 minutes of the movie is just, is just a fun splatter fest. So that's why I like it. Uh, I actually paused the movie at the moment that uh, Selma Hayek transforms. And it is almost exactly at the halfway point um, oh, of the nice. movie. So literally half of this movie is not, is, is has nothing to do with vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and then the <laughs> other half is solely to do with the vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's like for it to be that precise, 
had you know that's intentional that's in the script that's in the design that's that's rodriguez and tarantino and these guys have collaborated a lot throughout their careers letting each other direct scenes in each other's movies and uh doing like the grindhouse thing where they each Mm -hmm. did a piece of this thing and so it's very you know possible that they had this conversation i i I wish i would have looked up more about the kind of backstory behind the creation of it but I question, like, did they sit down and Tarantino was like, had this idea for these guys on the run and this kind of s- disgusting, psychotic character he ended up playing. And Rodriguez was like, but I want to do like a vampire movie. <laughs> with a dude with a right. dick gun. Like, <laughs> they were just like, yeah. And they they just made it together. Like, I Questions about the functionality of that gun. Same. Who same. cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? I care a little bit. Whenever you, it work? Whenever you want to fucking be like, I have a dick gun. What makes it work? Like I was like, every time he used it, it was always like a badass thing. But I was like, what? What controls that thing? Like what makes right. it? What makes it get hard? And as the not, only person like, here without one, exactly. See, I you, would you don't that. care about the mechanics of it because I don't. Uh, I, I, right. <laughs> it's it's dope though. Like it's 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 funny. Like because it's like that's so out there and just completely absurd to have, yes. but you can't take that out of this movie. Like it no. needs to be in there. Like, and his like fucking name is happens. sex machine, yeah. sex machine. Hi, yeah. I'm Kate. Like I'm sex machine. Like Those two yeah. names. Like with a straight face. With a straight <laughs> face. Yeah. It's perfect. When I went to college, I met 75 people named Kate and I was like, what the fuck is with this name Kate? And then like, all of a sudden, what is it with this name? Were they, were they all, all of a white? sudden the sex machine? Yes. All of a sudden the Kate sex machine joke made sense on another level. The, uh, <clears throat> if you guys watch Desperado, the, the, that gun oh, yeah. is in the case, uh, in one of, so you, you're like, so here it is the full fruition of that joke. So, I mean, universe. Don't, tell uh, me, don't tell me Rodriguez doesn't know how to world world build. You know what I mean? He's got like a little, oh, yeah. he's got some t- Tarantino stuff going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Yeah. And Tarantino, I told you the big kahuna burgers in this sure. makes an appearance like right at the beginning. And then like, I, I think the thing that, ma- that makes this movie cool is like as someone who knows nothing about this, if they were to go in and watch this, like this is a treat because I kind of knew what the movie was about even before I even saw it. Cause I mean, they sell it as a vampire flick. Like they don't like really hide their hand, but if you don't know anything about this and you just go in and you're watching it and you're like, man, what's going to happen to this family? These guys kidnapping them. Like what's going to happen when they get across the border? Like, you're not seeing any of this. And then all of a sudden they go to this bar and then motherfuckers yeah. start turning into like vampires out of nowhere. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nah, this is like, it's like Danny know. Trejo shows up again. Danny Trejo. Hell yeah. Straight off of, fresh off of Anaconda. Fresh apparently. off of Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing a lot. That's, this is where he went. He went to go open up. I told you he survived <laughs> Anaconda, bro. Like he, oh. he made it out of there. <laughs> this was his next stop. He became a vampire. Yeah, and they sell they sell vegan tacos at a at the Titty Twister. I love you know another thing. A little just a note, <laughs> a note about um, the fucking neon in this movie. I know that sounds stupid, but like Benny's World of Liquor, like that neon. There's something about what Rodriguez does that's so playful visually that I think like even if the script is 100% Tarantino, like visually this is still a Robert Rodriguez movie. Like we have 
that that neon we have like the the the, the, the graphics for the titty twister that that bit, like when they walk into that fucking bar i'm a straight cis woman and i'm like i'm turned on right now by this scene and it's just like that's it's just it's rodriguez's like complete playfulness and I, and I fucking love it. Like as a person who loves movies and that's what, that's how, like, that's, that's why Tarantino and Rodriguez feed off each other. Cause they're both yeah. like high, like just high on movies. Yeah. It's the absurdity <laughs> of it too. Like even before they turn into vampires, that's a wild ass place. Like, yeah. <laughs> like without yeah. a vampire, even there is like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like what is happening in here? Fumando like, marijuana. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? feels outside of it feels outside of reality already and like yeah. especially in comparison to where the movie had gone that's up to that point and i think that's what i was sort of looking for this time because i honestly unlike uh you miles the first time i saw this movie i caught it midstream so mm. <laughs> i didn't know what i was watching that must have been weird yeah it was weird so like i i was probably like 13 or something and it was on like HBO or something like that. And it was on already. And it was like, you know, George Clooney and Tarantino and all this weird stuff going, you know, t- t- Tarantino doing all his, his stuff. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, so me, you know, 13 year old me seeing, you know, the Selma Hayek scene, I'm just like, you know, I'm not changing the <laughs> channel yeah. now. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario communicating well, through his I'm eyes. I was going to ask. <laughs> Uh, Connie knows Selma's <laughs> full name is my wife, Selma Hayek. So that's why Connie is yes. so amused right now. Mm. But, but I, you know, that's her full name. Sharing is caring. Guys. Sharing is caring. Mario's so, wife, Selma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah, of course. Uh, she's my gift to the it's world. Wow, you know? though. But that, so that scene, you know, when it plays out, I'm just like, you know, and then <laughs> just totally kills the mood after that. But like. <laughs> It's interesting because as I watched it this time, knowing what was coming, uh, it's interesting how Tarantino's movie literally ends. And then Rodriguez's movie yes. begins. <laughs> yeah. And that conversation they have at the table. And he's like, are you so stupid you don't know that you've won? Mm-hmm. And sort of there's this moment of release that happens. Uh, and, and it's sort of like you could, if you're talking about a short film, you could end it there. And you'd be like, it would be a little unresolved thing in terms of who they're connecting with but there's something about the character beat that makes you like huh okay and then vampires come yeah <laughs> and so, like and that transition is so like honestly i'll be honest re-watching it i forgot how like the effects don't fully hold up <laughs> i remember when i was a kid being like what and, and so yeah. in my head it was going to be different when she does when the transformation happens i was like oh Okay. <laughs> but then, like, <laughs> what really got me, though, is the other transformation. Selma Hayek's was kind of a weird mm-hmm. one. But then, yeah. when you look at these other characters, when they like sit up, the way that sh- those shots are framed mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. so creepy. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. remember being like, oh, that's what got me when I was a kid. Now I remember. <laughs> yeah. Even <laughs> like George Clooney, like, yeah. it, at that moment is where he transitions. His character kind of changes where he's been cool when he as goes, fuck. When yeah. He goes he's like been this. Cool. He's all. Like he makes this face like what? And it's just such yeah, a perfect <laughs> for sure. He's been chill as fuck this whole time. Like, I mean, even mm-hmm. though he's breaking the law, like it's the whole time and shit, and like robbing people, he's been the the <laughs> sort of more reserved one that's like un- in control. And then the moment he gets there is when his as soon as he shifts, the movie shifts. 
Like he starts to kind of act out of, you know, character, how he's been this entire time where he's losing it because like, well, why is he going, you know, so on edge all of a sudden, like he's been Mm -hmm. playing it cool this whole time at that moment is where the movie like entirely just shifts. And it's like, yeah, this is about to get crazy right now. (laughs) But you get, but but you know, there's that look that he gives, like there's a moment where like somebody, he thinks it's dead and they get up and he, he just, he goes like, he's like looking and he's like, like his eyes kind of open up and it's just such a perfect little note of like, what the fuck? And it's perfect for that character because yeah, like he's tried to be in control the whole time and now he's facing something. And what does he say? Like, he's like, I don't believe in vampires either, but like, I know, but I see my own, like, I know what I see with my own eyes. And it, it's such a great moment because like, there's always those stupid moments in horror movies when people are like, yeah, that's not possible. And they just like jump right over that in this movie. They're like, whatever fucking possible, like this is what's happening in real life. And I love it. (laughs) That's how I feel about COVID. It's a nice, (laughs) it's a nice bridging of the, the (laughs) insanity and the realism in that, uh, the reactions, you know, I mean, obviously like they do still, they shift into vampire fighting mode way faster than I think I would, but like, (laughs) Uh, yeah, they was ready for that shit. Yeah, like, I was oh, like, okay, I guess oh, it's vampires. Yeah, I've been, Let's I've been go. Tra- I've been training for this. Shit. <laughs> but I guess the setting helps because they're in this <laughs> right. They're they're in this crazy, you know, bar full of the toughest guys ever. So there's a there's a little bit of the setting that helps feed that. But like, I think about the end when uh, when Cheech shows up in his third in his final form. <laughs> and, uh, he comes out. <laughs> and he's uh fully Scully, evolved. He's, right he's fully evolved he's at the but so he's uh and he's like were they or they psychos they don't they can't, right right psychos, psychos do not yeah. explode when sunlight hits them exactly it's, it's like <laughs> no dude what are you talking about like it's such a good it's it's such a good like not it's not even meta commentary, I wouldn't say, but there is something about putting him in the shoes of the viewer of being like, no, this is what's happening. Very akin <laughs> yeah. to Ice Cube and Anaconda of just <laughs> the real raw reaction. The, the, you know, you guys brought up some good points, and the reason that I love this movie is because Harvey Keitel points it out. They allow their knowledge of pop culture to inform <laughs> what they're going to do because they have that whole conversation uh-huh. about. Hey, they're vampires. We need wood. And, you know, is it silver? Does silver do anything? Well, does anybody have any do we have silver? silver? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love that it's one of those movies, like, you know, it's a thing like a trope in zombie movies. You never call them zombies because zombie Don't movies exist. Ex- exist in a world where nobody knows about zombies, right? So this movie, it's like, hey, these are vampires. What do we We've need all to seen the movies. Yeah. We've all seen the movies. Let's do it. We got a holy man. Bless the water. We need some wood. And uh, Chris also pointed out the fact that it's a bar full of bikers um, lends itself to the idea that they'd be ready for a brawl. But also, how terrified would you be if you were in that bar and bikers just started dropping left and right? Like, I would poop myself if that started happening. Because <laughs> those are guys that, right? Those are like alpha males. It's a bar full of alpha males. And they just, and, and they did not do so well. And they're so getting, I love that. Right. And they're getting taken down by like, as who, I can't remember which one observes like that. These they, they have soft bodies. They're like womanly. They're yeah, not yeah, intimidating. Yeah. Like we thought they yeah. were our fucking victims. Like they were supposed to be at our mercy 
And then all of a sudden, the fucking like girls with the big asses and boobs are just fucking eating people, (laughs) just destroying language. Which is is a conflict for me because I was turned on by all of this just a moment ago, and I'm like, damn. I mean, even Selma Hayek when she changed, I'm still like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) maybe, 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 (laughs) yeah, probably, probably still. Is she gonna put her foot in my mouth? Because yeah, yeah. It's a little, it's a little flip on the uh, on the on the sales pitch that Cheech is giving in his second form. That she is <laughs> oh, giving God, outside yeah. of the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. giving the sales pitch, right? But now who's getting eaten? You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I do, I do, I do like though that the, the idea though, Mara, you were saying where like they a, a vampire movie where because a lot of times in zombie movies they don't say. And then in zombie movies, they act like they never fucking seen a motherfucker like, come alive. Like, yo, people, like, come on, man. It's like it, you, the movie is shot in like 2020 or whatever. Like it takes place <laughs> in our current time frame. You have to have known about this, like, you know, like th- this world where this doesn't exist is ridiculous. Of course, you're going to try to shoot them in the head first. Like that's, yeah, that's step one is try that. And here is like, they address that. It's like, come on, man. We all know about vampires. Like, yeah. and some of that shit got to be true. So, yo, let's, let's let <laughs> some of this everything. off. Yeah. Let's get some of this off to see yeah. what works. And, you know, yeah. There's they so took a many risk. cool, there's so many cool, like nods to that, that culture too. That's what we're talking about in a text exchange. The pencil as a steak. <laughs> so brilliant yeah. like yeah because you don't it's not it's not spoken it just happens and then you just see your head like oh okay yeah <laughs> and it's so silly it's so completely silly and funny and it's so great and i love that that's what i was saying like mm-hmm. dude took the major risk with like the holy water like with the squirt gun i was like fam you brave as a motherfucker because right. <laughs> this is not battle tested at all like we've seen what the stakes do <laughs> We've seen what the stakes do. We just came from out there. We know the stakes work and all that. Other right, stuff. Right. This holy water, fam. Throw, anybody... throw some of that out there real quick and right, just test right. it out. And he he didn't he didn't have anything else either. He was like, all right, guys, squirt. Like they was all unpacking all this crazy <laughs> shit, like knives and whatever yeah. the fuck that thing Crossbows. George Clooney got. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, but like they was all busting out stuff. Like, yeah, of course. And he had like the squirt guns. I was like, bro, you might want to get a backup, like just in case. <laughs> Just in case, because yeah. he just converted back to a priest a moment ago. I don't even know if that shit stuck. Like, it might have, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's the statute of limitations of your ability to bless water? You have to wait. It might be 48 24 hours, hours before it sets back in. 24 hours. See, man. I mean, for me, I always thought that ca- uh, Catholic priests had to bless the water. I think he was like a Protestant minister. So that might not even oh, count. Yeah. Exactly. You know what, I mean? what I'm saying. Like, man, y'all, y'all really, yeah. y'all really yeah. believe in yourselves right now. Okay. Now you get into some theology. There's a lot to unpack here, guys. Yeah. We're talking about theology now. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. These are, these are important issues. All right. So, so before we transition, I have, I have to note a couple things. Uh, the performances. Um, Harvey Keitel, like, I love that dude, man. I love that dude, man. It's just so cool because he just, he plays both elements of this character really well of like, in the beginning, like the kindly grandpa type, which uh, to me is more of a stretch for him than what he shows himself to be as the movie progresses and sort of he transitions into tough guy, you know, returning to God situation. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um and I just I bought it. Like I, I was I was in for, for, for his performance. Um 
And I actually thought uh, uh, Clooney was was actually really good. Um, yep. Which which is a little bit surprising in my head because I always forget that he can play that that well. Um, he's played it in other movies, but like most of the things that I think of when I think of Clooney, I think I think of his real life personality too much. In that he's just you know he's like the to me the definitive movie star type. Mm-hmm. He's got an old timey movie star vibe to him in real life. Yeah. That you know million dollar smile type of thing. And so for him to play this kind of character, especially that first half, um, and to be believable, I don't know. I just I just I have to absolutely know yeah. And like, I, um, the white Denzel Washington and shit. Like, <laughs> kind of, yeah. I don't yeah. expect anything like negative from him. And he's just like a nice guy. <laughs> no, he's right. great. Um, and I, I had brought up like I think Juliette Lewis is completely underappreciated. Like she's so, yeah. is, she's completely the like teenage girl who's like, Dad, have you thought about calling the church again? You know. And then she's fucking like, okay, well, does anybody have any silver? Then who yeah. cares? You know, yeah. she's like, she goes totally practical. She's, I mean, she's not, you know, she has her, like when they, both of the kids kind of have a hard time when Kaitel turns, um, and she does have a hard time taking him out, but like she fucking shows up like this and she's wearing her little like teenage girl, like jeans and a t-shirt. And I fucking <laughs> love that whole thing. Like she's, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I I'm actually give. Uh, Tarantino some flowers here because I actually think he he does well <laughs> in this. I he but a lot of times like when he's in the movie I'm like nope see yeah. you you fucked it up <laughs> see you you had to go there. I, yeah. I actually his character is so disgusting and just filthy and he plays it good <laughs> like it, it it works like which he does it. <laughs> Most of the time, like he always plays like a swarmy ass motherfucker. Rodriguez like, was probably like, you know what, you should play this guy. And Tarantino's yeah. like, you sure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think That's he perfect. did good in his actually. Like I, his character is is unsettling. Like he like he's unpredictable. Like I don't know what he's going to do. And they they give these characters some that is not super fleshed out, but they give us enough. Like where he hears things that aren't there and there's something wrong with him. And we don't really get a whole lot, you know, more to that, but it's an interesting, you know, characteristic about that character. And even like, uh, Harvey Keitel's character, like just his backstory, we don't get super deep into it, but they give enough of it to us where it's like, damn, this is without the vampires. These are like interesting characters. Like there's stuff behind these characters that you want to know more about, but you're not going to know more about them, which I think is dope. Yeah, one of that scene in the beginning when they're in the uh, in the convenience store, um, like really shows you that Clooney loves his brother and trusts his brother because he knows he's obviously lying to him, but he's also giving him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> that you know, poor he's dude. Like, he yeah. mouthed the words, "Help me," you know, and <laughs> he, he he doesn't want to believe him. You can see there's like a conflict. He doesn't really mm-hmm. truly believe him, but it's his brother, so he wants to believe him. So. He's just gonna let it go, and 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 you know, and it's weirdly touching. That <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and don't worry, guys. We'll see that guy again in uh, in Kill Bill. So he's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that, that actor's name? Before. I forget that actor's Benny. Benny, who's fucking yeah. losing his yeah. shit. Yeah, like he's, he's good. like, I never he's said good. help me. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> dude, he is the that. toughest convenience store manager ever. Like he, when he, when they light him on fire and he stands up and starts yeah. shooting them, I'm like, yeah. Jesus! Like, how did this? 
<laughs> How did he even end up in this situation? I feel like he, this and guy that's is... at the beginning of the movie, mind you. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> the opening scene, like, like the opening scene. That was epic. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so I think it's time for us to check in on our people. Um, this is a segment we like to call <laughs> "You Good, Homie," and uh, we want to just take a look at our people of color in this movie and. Of which there are many. Um, <laughs> Doesn't go so well. But how did they do? <laughs> I think, I, I, can we, can, Mario, do you want to go first here? Well, I mean, I can. I mean, part of the reason I picked this, part of the reason I picked this movie is because um, it's like, hey, it's, you know, Latinos are finally in a horror movie. And of course, we're all the vampires. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Just sucking yeah. the life out of yeah. the Americans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. oh no! This is this is a whole narrative about how we take the, the blood of the red-blooded, hardworking Americans. No, um, Tony and I talk about this with um, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. It's like Mexicans embrace the EY, Eli Wallach character because we're just so happy to be represented, even if it's a New York <laughs> Jewish actor uh, who's representing us. It's like, hey, so we don't really mind. Like we don't like it's like Summer Hack's a vampire, but she's also like the that's the if you ask any about anybody about the movie, you you say, have you ever seen from Dust Till Dawn? The first thing they say is Summer Hack snake dance. That's the first thing anybody <laughs> says. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good lord. Yeah. So I mean it's cool because we're winning technically for most of the movie. So that's kind of <laughs> nice. Um, conquista. I like the optimism here where it's flipping like, you know what? This is a positive. Like, yo, we took over yeah. and yeah. <laughs> like, we fucking stole all yeah, kinds of shit won. from people. If you think about it, this is basically the Alamo just with vampires. And yeah. so, I mean, we've got them outnumbered <laughs> and somehow they got away and lived to fight another day. But no, I, I, I think it's kind of, um, I don't really see it as a negative because vampires don't exist right and in every movie <laughs> it's funny that even rodriguez can't get away from the uh like unshaved grubby looking like it's always like the, it's that, <laughs> like except for the border patrol agent most of chicha's characters like the guy outside the bar oh my god um <laughs> they fall into some they fall into some tropes but somehow it's not offensive to me it's i don't know for some reason for some reason the movie's just so much fun and it's so light that i just I can't bother to be offended and, and go along. I mean, there's no good Mexican guys unless you count Cheech at the end, who's a criminal. Who's a criminal anyway, right? He's obviously some kind of coyote kind of combo fix-it man, fixer guy. I don't know what he's he's doing, but um, I don't know. I, I I guess we don't do well, but at the same time, you know, we, we show up. So I guess we're okay. I don't know. Tommy? Present. <laughs> Present. Yeah, we we're there. In. We're in. We it. went in. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we got Salma. Hey guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of vowels and Z's in the credits. That's all I'm excited about. When I see the, oh that's my a, god, that's, that's a that's a victory though. Like yeah, that's a victory. <laughs> and right? the, the, the mean, baddest woman in the movie. Like oh yeah, this is come on man. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I, I'm serious. Yeah, the iconic moments are tied to. uh the, the characters of color, um, which is was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I just to build on that. I mean, there is a there is something like celebratory of the idea that that 
there's power in that moment, like especially like with uh, with Selma Hayek, uh, she's just like you know taunting him. And um, there's there's those moments that really give it uh, weight. The the characters are in genuine peril, <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> it's all brown people. <laughs> uh, so I guess there's that. Fred Williamson. Um, I, I always laugh at that part where he's like randomly like goes into like this story of like Nom. I was in yeah. Nam, it's so and it was ten of them around me, and I was, and he's like doing all these movements, and they're just standing there listening to it. I'm like, what the Isn't fuck that is when happening? Sex right is right like yeah, he's turning, transforming. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's hilariously funny. transforming into a monster. But why are they not like doing like like <laughs> so listen? Funny. This story is cool, my man. I feel you. You was at Nam, but it is still vampires <laughs> existing. And we kind of need to formulate a plan. They're all just like sitting there listening to this bedtime story and, and shit like, of like. He's going like, and like yeah. doing all these. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing all weird. these movements yeah. that like wouldn't be fluid movements in a fight either. Like they don't even like. <laughs> Don't even look like successful moves. Like uh, that dude is funny because he looks like my homie from high school. His pops look exactly <laughs> like him, but like, he's got the mustache. Wow. Everything. He's buff. He's like six something feet tall. He looks exactly like With that a dude. Thick neck. Yep. Yeah. Just like yeah. a tree trunk no. neck, like a yeah. head, like no, there's yeah. no indentation whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, he's a, he's like a man, like a man. And like, uh, so he, you know, his character makes it pretty far. Uh, He gets the surprise kill, and that's for the record. Just a sidebar: like the choice to make Tom Savini's like transformation and that whole kill moment uh, hilarious was interesting. (laughs) Like instead of making it like scary, (laughs) he's just like it's like a cartoon. Like he's just like whoop. and then the hands come over the shoulders and it was just like it's just like when i look back i'm like it's just like it's it's so intentionally like cartoonish and comical yeah it's like almost when we talked about doing this movie i was like does it even count as a horror movie it's it's in the splatter category it's It's a splatter film i got a question i got a question though about tom (laughs) savini transformation did he turn into a rat? What what the fuck did he turn into? Because I was <laughs> like, I thought y'all, I thought y'all was vampires, bro. You got it mixed up. You got it twisted. We ain't, we ain't rats. Where do you get off being a rat? All of a sudden, he just turned into Splinter like randomly. I was like, hold on, family. You was a mother. You was a bat. Okay, a second ago, you was a vampire. Okay. You ain't a rat. You, you got, you know, he got mixed up. But I was like, wait, what? I like how you're frustrated with it. <laughs> I just was confused. I remember him turning, and Miles I got confused. Notes. Yeah, I got like, confused. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I got confused at that. I also got confused at when the brother, like, he's getting eaten, and you know, she's like having a difficult moment of having to shoot her brother, and then she shoots him, and then he explodes. I was like, hold on, bro, hold on a second now. I mean, you are still human, bro. Like, why? Why did you just implode? See, I don't. All right, all right. It cool. doesn't matter. Yeah, he was still human. I was like, all right, okay. I guess that's where we're going. Like, there were a lot of gratuitous explosions in this movie. I mean, for being for being real. I mean, but they was like you you killing the vampires. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. But she shot yeah. a human and he blew sure. up. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the rules is off the table, bro. Like, well, didn't they put? Did, didn't they didn't they notch crosses into the bullets? And so since he was already turning, 
Oh, is um, that what it was? Oh, shit. I think that's is what that it was because okay. they do show him. <laughs> okay, okay. He's, All right. I think he, cut, I think he's yeah. matching crosses into the. Uh, hey, yeah, I'll I think that's what what that was. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. Demerit yeah. removed. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to help out the white people. I don't want any backlash. <laughs> Now, he changed fast. Julian, Even though Harvey Harvey Keitel took a minute to turn. He was like, a while. Right. He was bit and was like, yeah, I'm bit. But listen, we got, I was like, well, hold on. What you mean you bit? Because you need to go back outside. Like, yeah. Door, Can right? we just yeah. camp out on you being bit right now right. and talk about that? Let's talk about that for a second. Like, it's a mix. It's a mix when we talk about whether we're good. Did. Yeah. Um, it's we had like, fun. It's like if you flip the whole story. And you were to pretend that the uh, vampires were the protagonists, then they lasted pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Thanos situation. It's yeah. like, oh, if you look at him as a protagonist, then the, the story, you know. Um, so I, I think, you know, you t- do with it what you will. Um, but we did have at least one character of color. <laughs> Who survived to the to the end in a way <laughs> tawny what what's our rule for this episode in, in order to up your chances of making it make sure your cast is three entirely different characters that have nothing to do with each other <laughs> weirdly specific rule but please explain <laughs> this is cheech as the border patrol agent who i think survives and then we got Come On In Pussy Lovers, dude, which is one of the greatest monologues in all of cinema history. Goes on for so long. Well, watch it, <laughs> Google it, Pussy Lovers monologue. And then we got whatever the fuck his name is at the end, I don't know, but he's like the drug lord or like the sort of crime Carlos. genre. Carlos. <laughs> is that what it is? Carl- just Carlos. Yeah, it's, it's Carlos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos is going to meet us. Yeah. And he and he and he makes it, and that's about it in terms of, in terms of brown people surviving. So I call that the the he Eddie Murphyed, which yeah. uh, which basically means that you play at least three characters in the film, <laughs> and uh, Eddie Murphying um, got him through, yeah. sort of. Chris just Chris just opened up my mind to a whole new thing. I'm not talking about that. You know, this movie just goes to show you that even. As powerful a creatures as vampires, we're still going to get overrun by by the gringos. They still have the advantage. <laughs> even, as, even as even as vampires, we can't take back what's ours. Like you know what I mean? Like, exactly. They still come. Wow, I'm depressed. I'll see you guys later. I'm out. <laughs> and they didn't even have a whole army of them either. It was only like a couple of them. Like we got a yeah, whole like two, army of yeah, like three people. It was a teenage girl <laughs> and a criminal, and they, they yeah. fought them all off with the worst tattoo of all time. Yeah, <laughs> the worst tattoo of all time. And it's interesting. I mean, in in delving in diving back a little bit on the people of color thing, not even Scott. Who should have survived. survived. I mean, in my head, it's like, he's an innocent kid. Of course, he's going to survive. He gets torn apart and exploded. And it's just like. Oh, and they're eating him and he's all. Yeah. And it's just like, well, dang. Like, like literally, even in the family, there's one person of color and he gets obliterated. (laughs) He gets it worse than anybody. It's so tragic. They almost punished him. Like, and he blew up. And he blew his ass up at the end. Like, (laughs) 
Robert Rodriguez has a thing with that. Like he'll he'll put in like a really weirdly dark and tragic child death into his movies. I don't know if you have seen <laughs> Planet Terror, yeah. but there is a very oh, yeah. troubling scene <laughs> involving a mom leaving a gun uh-huh. with her kid. And instead uh-huh. of the movie thing happening where the kid has a hero moment because, you know, that's what happens in movies, the kid accidentally shoots himself in the head and dies. <laughs> it was oh, just my God. Like, I can't believe I forgot uh, about that. Uh, no, you're totally right. It was his just name's like, Tony, too. Like, is, isn't his name, like, Tony? He's played by you know? Robert Rodriguez's son, son, which is even weirder. <laughs> wow. But, hey, yo, get, wow. Some therapy, get some therapy in your life, bro. Like, shit. What is it help. with you, like... <laughs> You're working through some shit, clearly. Yeah, but it's real. like the rest of your whole thing is complete fantasy. And then you have this weirdly dark, well, that's what would happen. And that's what this thing is like, <laughs> well, that's what would happen if you gave a kid a gun. And it's like, well, yeah, but we're, we're in a world of vampires and monsters. Come on, dude. <laughs> that's what Chris, would happen you just, if you it was just, vampire. <laughs> Chris just made me think of something interesting. The kid, the the the, the brother is wearing a shirt that says assault uh precinct 13 which is oh yeah which is a, a which is a nod to either uh to uh, assault on precinct 13 in which a yeah. child dies tragically in the original oh, oh yeah remember yeah. The, remember yeah. the little girl goes to buy ice yeah. cream and then that 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 almost yeah. got the movie an x rating because the, oh, the guy just wow. shoots her yeah damn okay yeah. With the, oh okay with the, so with now the this connection feels, yeah this feels really <laughs> really intentional yeah. Man. He's like, you're going to be our disturbing child death. Put this shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird. And his character is not like given much to do really up until that point. Like he's not really. I mean, they definitely. I mean, Julia Lewis's character doesn't have a ton to do, but they definitely like utilize her more than yeah. they. Yeah. Than they use the the brother. He's just kind of like. He's just present until he's, yeah, not. he's just there. And like, and to be honest, like I, his performance stuck out like a sore, sore, sore thumb to me. Like in the movie, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, he's not like, yeah, he's kind of weak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, it, to me, that was like, you didn't put much into the casting of it. You're just like, yeah. go get kid. You're the kid. Do the thing. Because he's just awkwardly delivering lines until he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, what else we got here? We uh I think we've covered quite a bit, but uh I I I don't think we I don't think we spent enough time on Danny Trejo, y'all. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean that whole scene, like I love the intro scene when they walk in and he's like ready to throw him out and then Welcome as soon to as, the Titty Twister. As soon as he gets the <laughs> the whole like the whole tr- I'm a truck driver thing, he just his whole his whole demeanor shifts. He's just like, oh, oh, yeah, hey guys, hey, how's it going? And I, I kind of enjoyed that. I was like, all right, Danny Trejo, got some range. <laughs> I pretty range. much, I pretty much like Danny Trejo in anything. Like, I see him in. Like, he's I'm like a weirdly with, warm, yeah. comforting presence. He's so lovable for some reason. <laughs> like, really I don't know what it is. Which, like, yeah, yeah, he shouldn't be, but he is. Yeah. He what is look- it about that guy? I was gonna say he's like your uncle who happens to be like a biker. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, yeah, I'm sure you could rip somebody's head off, but you won't rip my head off. You know, like right, right, right. <laughs> that's my vibe I get from Danny Trejo. Right. Your uncle that just got out of jail that like killed some people. Like he's not gonna kill. But he's me, cool now. Like, yeah, he's not gonna kill. <laughs> he's, me, like. he's 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 cool now because he found Jesus in prison and he just wants yeah. to. Yeah, exactly. He's getting yeah. his shit straight. Yeah. 
<laughs> I uh, I accidentally I actually ran into Danny Trejo at um uh, oh, Tony. What's the name of the Tony? What's the name of the restaurant over? Oh, the pantry over by the by uh by Staples Center. It's open twenty four hours. I used I I used to work with a guy who was from Ohio, and our job would on occasion take us into downtown LA, and he would always be nervous about it. And I was like, No, it's fine. We're downtown's fine. It's no big deal. And we were there late one night, and I said, "Let's go to the pantry. It's open twenty four hours." So we go in there. We're sitting down, and my friend from Ohio, this guy is nervous. He's looking around, looking over his shoulder. Just relax. <laughs> it's fine. You know, nothing's gonna happen to you, man. And out of the bathroom comes Danny Trejo, and I'm my friend's back is to him, and he comes walking by, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's you know, this is right off." He's still got the desperado heat on him, right from the knife. <laughs> Did he have a shirt and off? He, <laughs> he did not have a shirt off, but he did have he did have a button down shirt open like pretty yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. He, we locked eyes, and he makes a beeline towards me, and I'm like, oh my god, I've upset Danny Trejo somehow. This is how I die. <laughs> Danny Trejo murders me. That's pretty pretty good way to go, I guess. Yeah. His, his face lights up. He gives me the biggest smile. Comes up. He's like, "Hey, how you been, man? How's it going?" He gives. He start, obviously thinks I'm something, someone else. But I'm not going to correct Danny Trejo. I am yeah. not going. Right, so I, just, right. I play along. Oh yeah, I'm good. Blah blah blah. How's the familia? Everything. The whole the whole nine yards. And I'm like sweating bullets. And then he just looks at me. He's like, "Hey, I gotta go." Um, I got a meeting. I got to go wherever he's because like I, I got to meet somebody. But it's good to see you, bro. And I was like, yeah, good to see you, too. And he walks away. And then my friend looks at me. He goes, you know him? Because obviously he recognized any trade. And I said, yeah, bro, we're Mexican. We all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, it's a secret society. I just cut it off. Like, yeah, it's like a secret society. But that is my Danny. He could not That's have been awesome. Big, big smile. Like. Oh, Obviously, wow. I was thought it was someone else, but I played along, and I always wondered what happened when he saw that guy, and he's like, "Hey, I saw you at the pantry." The guy's like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> like, well, who was I talking? Don't to be a man? liar, Danny Trejo. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That is see amazing. you following the rule because you were being you were being multiple people. See you were being <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. see you survived it. Survived it. I survived it. Yeah. That's oh, why you're wow. here right now. You know what I'm saying? Playing multiple. All people. those movies. All, yeah. all that pop culture comes in handy. Well, <laughs> I mean, on that note, be multiple people. That's our rule. <laughs> See if that, that helps. Do the, do, the, do the opposite of what they tell you in life, which is be yourself. Don't, don't be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that shit. Don't love yourself. Be other people. Be more Exit. than yourself. <laughs> have, have various mustaches. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and levels and, of hair. Exactly. Levels of hair. Exactly. Levels of <laughs> None of which look good at all. None of no. them. Make sure it doesn't look good. Yeah. All right. So this was it. Survivor's Ed, how to not die first in a horror movie. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're listening to us. We're also somewhere else. <laughs> uh, be, please be sure to uh, comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, be sure to review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, share this with anybody you think would be interested in listening to our crazy conversations. And uh, tune in as we dive into more movies. Some of the stuff on our list, I'm so excited to to dive into. Um, 
I, I won't I won't sneak preview any of it because I don't know when this is going to air. So uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 yeah, I'll just leave it leave it like that. But um, please, yeah, share the show, tune in, and uh, we'll see you next time.